Hi, everybody. Welcome to Don't Ignore the Nudge. This is the place where you get to hear extraordinary stories of ordinary people and how God has nudged them to either do something or not do something in their life and what happened because of it. My name is Corey Freeman, and I just wanted to get these stories out there. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. So let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Don't Ignore the Nudge. Tonight, we have a special episode of Don't Ignore the Nudge. This is actually my 100th episode, and I was trying to think of what I could be doing, and I thought I would just have a Zoom. So if you are on the podcast listening, always know you can go over to the Facebook group, which is don'tignorethenudge.com forward slash Facebook with a small F, and you can actually watch this episode. I just told everybody, hey, we're going to jump on and whoever can jump on for the 100th episode. So we have about eight, looking at the screen, I think about eight people that came in tonight that were prior guests that are here. And some have been through a lot to get here and others not as much. But you know what? God is providing all of us to get together, which is great. So I just wanted to go over a few things. I asked everybody to sort of be thinking of what they'd like to share about being on the episodes that they were on. But I'd like, from my perspective, I just wanted to say God is good and all the time, but especially when he really nudged me 14 years ago and was so patient with me, you know, to start the podcast when I didn't know what I was doing. And then a year and a half or so, two years ago, when he kind of got louder (laughs) in the shower. If you haven't heard that episode, it's called A Shower Encounter. And that is where God really got loud as far as we're starting this. We're starting this now. So he pretty much gifted me with all the resources. And one of the first ones that I got in contact with right after that was Nate, who's on the call today. And so I just seen what people have, all the connections that God has pretty much just put in my path and done everything and just lined it all up like he always does. The first episode was me going over everything, but the first interview was with Brandy Daly and Brandy was not even supposed to be the first episode. It got out of order from what I was thinking who was going to be first and not that I had a preference, it's just who was going to be on. Brandy ended up being first and Brandy Daly, it was an amazing episode because I did not even realize that she started out as a pretty much, I don't want to put too much of an emphasis on it, but it sounded like pretty much a raving atheist (laughs) where she was giving people a hard time for believing and things like that. So I was pretty much, you can't really see it. I don't think in the interview, but I was like, my mouth was hanging open, I'm sure. And then right after that, with Arthur King sharing the gospel in such a powerful way, as far as how he shared, you know, how to share the gospel and what the gospel is. That was one of the first episodes. So it's really great when you are listening to Don't Ignore the Nudge episodes. If you see one or you hear one that really is impactful to share it, find out the numbers and maybe keep it in your wallet or whatever. And then Like if you want to share the gospel, if you're not sure how to share it, give them Arthur's episode or some of the other episodes where we've talked about that specifically. And then we had, for those of you who don't know, there's been so many episodes where things have gone wrong, like so many. Even today, we've had people last minute have rushing to ER kind of things going on that we're going to be on tonight. So if you're listening to this episode, you can be praying for all of the people that we're trying to get on and things came up. I'll call it that. We had at least three things that happened right before episodes. Jerry K. Falkowski, daughter got rushed to the hospital right before, like an hour before her episode was supposed to tape. Jerry Highfill, his wife had a stroke right before he was supposed to tape last year. Pam Espinoza, her dad had a heart attack right before he was supposed to, she was supposed to tape. So we've had some really big things. We've had several episodes about cancer survivors, Ryan Peek, Erica Matthews, David Blake, Jackie Rusick-Sofke, who's actually on the call tonight. So we've had amazing stories of healing stage four cancers. For those of you who don't know, Janet Craig, her movie came out about the human trafficking. So that's a big deal. Her premiere is September 6th in LA. So her 
you know, it came to fruition. So if you guys are listening to this, you can check it out. It's now got a new working title or a new title called Wake Up. So Wake Up is the name of her movie. We also had, I can't probably say the name, so I won't, but one of our guests had restoration with a family member because after they had been separated from one of their family members for a long time and had a lot of hurt feelings on both sides. And because the episode was aired, one of the relatives shared it with that relative and the relative had so much more understanding of what happened on the other side that they had, she reached out to her and they had restoration. So now their family is back close again. So that was really big. If you want to hear a hilarious episode that if you haven't heard about the cockroach, check out episode 71. You will never laugh harder, I think. And I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. And then we had some more well-known people that got on and were guests. We had Chris Wark from Chris Beat Cancer. He had two episodes. And what's really great is he has 29,000 people in his Facebook group, in the private one. And he said, oh yeah, just share it, just post it, put it wherever you want to. So when people say things, then I'm able to post his episode and it lets people really get to know him and really in depth about his faith. And Jen Bostic, the singer, she was on and good news is she's announced it that she's actually expecting and that's an answer to prayer. So that's a really big deal. Quizzy from South Africa, that timing might not be too good in South Africa right now, but he was on on Christmas Day. That was a miracle in the making. And then we had a lot of people who shared about loss of loved ones. Lisa Rose, who's on tonight and actually Rose Reader. I messed up because it's Lisa Rose and then Rose Reader. <laughs> They're both on tonight, as well as Priscilla's on tonight. Kayla Stockling, who's an author, was talking about her loss of her husband. But we've had so many great episodes. And I just want to sort of open it up to who I'm going to sort of say their names. So if you if anybody is sharing tonight and you're on the podcast and you're hearing it, I will try to say their first and last name. So when you scroll through the podcast, you can actually go and hear their episode if you're hearing from them and you're intrigued, then that would be really great, you know, to have happen. So anyway, I'll start at the top. Lauren, are you, would you like to share first? Sure. I'd be happy to share. Okay. This is Lauren Donahue and Lauren Donahue and I, I don't even remember. God brought us together. I don't even know how. I don't remember. It's like random. I know we've tried to figure that out. And I think you had said you wrote my name down at some point, but you don't know why it might've been Tim Tebow. There was something with that, but you had written my name down. You reached out and we did the podcast. And ever since then, you've connected me to so many people. And it's cool to see Shakara on here because we were just in a mastermind together for three days. <laughs> we just oh. got done 30 minutes before this. Oh, so It's just so cool because it reminds me of the way that God brings people together and there's no accidents. There's no coincidence when he's planting people in your life and it's the nudge, right? He's bringing it up over and over and over. And so it's really cool. And I have no idea what we talked about on our episode. (laughs) It was, I think over a year ago, but I think what is coming up for me to share now is kind of even what we were talking about in our mastermind, which is this whole idea of the power of unplugging. And really taking the cord, unplugging from all of these external outlets, figuratively and, you know, like actually, and and plugging into our source, which for me, that's God. And so plugging into the source internally and going within to seek any answers. And this reminder as well that we don't actually own anything in this life. It's all borrowed. And so to remember that and be just really grateful And that's what I get from you is there's just so much gratitude and there's so much sharing connection and you really help the world be more connected and not so lonely. So thank you for everything that you do and bringing us all together in this beautiful space to share tonight. Oh, well, thank you so much for those sweet words. I'm glad I started with you. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, that's really good. And I'm glad that that mastermind ended in the good timing and everything. And I know that I put you with a few different people, but one of them is Nate, who's on right now, my podcast producer, editor extraordinaire, because he handles a lot of stuff for me. And I'm always like, ah, you know, I, I thought I said that, you know, things like that, but I'm glad I put you guys together too. So, and then what's, What's next on the horizon for you? Like, what are you working on right now? Well, we have our Joshua Tree retreat coming up in August, which I'm really excited about. And God has just been kind of reminding me the purpose of these transformational experiences for people to actually take time, a time out. I feel like these last two years, we got sent to time out with our devices, where in the past, when we were younger and we got sent to time out, we didn't have devices. So we sat, we were with ourselves, we reflected and typically would come out and apologize for how we may have affected someone or impacted them. But this time we got sent to time out with the devices. And so all of a sudden in a world that seemed more connected than ever, we've actually been more disconnected than ever. And so I want to bring back true connection with our creator, but also with each other and even connection with ourselves. I think we've lost kind of that connection with who we truly are and our purpose to be mm-hmm. here. And so These retreats and experiences are to remind people to unplug from the noise and the chaos long enough to like hear from our creator. And it's in those moments of stillness and quiet that we really will get the answers we've been seeking. Awesome. Well, you know, and also since you guys are on, if anybody does have anything like that, I am more than happy to share it, you know, in the group, in the, in the podcast notes. And like, I always like to tell people, if you're new to podcasting and you're listening and you're like, where are these notes? You just pause it, hit the three little dots. And when you hit it, it'll say show notes and you can go see all the resources. So usually it'll pull right up. And then thank you so much for sharing. I really appreciate it. I'm glad you're here because I know you're always, I'm always like, where is, where's Waldo? It's like, oh, I think she's in South (laughs) America. She's in Belize. She's in Europe. And it's like, where's, where's Lauren right now? So I just love, I live, I live a little vicariously through you as far as the travel right now. So (laughs) But I'm going to Mexico soon. So, hey, that's a good one. All right. Let's see. How about Shikara? Do you want to? Yes, I actually would love to go next. When I heard Orin say time out, it just like opened my eyes. Like, oh my gosh, it's such a great segue. And actually, when you said retreat, it is all clicked also because we talked about the retreat. So now I'm connecting the dots. (laughs) Yeah, when I was on the episode back in November, I was talking to Corey and I was telling her like this amazing story about a time that I went out with my kids and we were taking time out for a walk. And at the time I walked around this very unfamiliar area and we saw this tree and the tree was completely bare. And the vision that God had given me about this tree was that it represented a lot of the dreams, the visions, the ideas that people have and they're dormant and they have no fruit they're not producing. And so at the time I was talking to Corey, I said, Corey, I'm not really sure there's more to that story or there's, you know, I'm not really sure. I'm not really clear on the vision. And it's just amazing that I think you said earlier, Corey, is that sometimes we have to like, you know, put our put our feet to action. We'll start moving. And as we move, God brings resources. He brings people. He brings the fulfillment of that vision. And he absolutely has for me. And so in November, actually, I hosted the first mommy timeout. So she just uh-huh. timeout kind of all clicks. Mommy timeout. And it's really just, you know, a lot of times we put our kids on timeout because of the, you know, things that they say to themselves or things that to others or things that they may, you know, behave unfavorable. And so the same thing is for us adults, we have to have a timeout also, like you mentioned, time to unplug, but also time for this moment timeout is really a time to really assess our behaviors, our habits, our thoughts, our beliefs, and really align them to the word of God. And really say this is in alignment or if it's not alignment and really take action in that. And so it's really, it's turned into now that I'm in the mastermind, I'm actually in the mastermind that she mentioned, God has definitely provided in that too. Now that I'm in that, I'm able to have a clear vision as to what it is I have to offer. And it's mm-hmm. more than, just, you know, it's more than just taking a time out. It's actually a group coaching program. So I'm building that. And it's also going to be a collaborative coaching program. And it's really just tied around our belief. So one thing that God has shown me over and over again, even confirming to me, even yesterday, I had a notebook made, a few notebooks made called Believe oh. by Shakar Knox back in 2020. And I was writing a book and he just bringing it full circle even now. And so really to really step into belief coaching and the belief coaching is really looking from like a root cause analysis and just really say, okay, well, what's causing me to not believe? 
Oh. And what happened in that, and then even having other experts to come in and literally heal those places, those wounds, those pain areas, and to really be able to be recalibrated, to be restored, and to recover what God has for us. So I'm just excited to really be able to share that. I mean, I actually didn't even, this, yeah, this is amazing how God will bring you full circle and how he just brings divine connections in. And I think the biggest thing is we have to trust him, go from the comfort zone, from what we're used to, from the routine of life, and really just take a time out with him, Mm -hmm. take a time out to get those instructions, to get those next steps, and ultimately to just get into action. So thank Mm. you so much. Oh, I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. And for those of you who can't see it right now, because we're all muted, Lauren's doing the whole clicking of the the fingers right now. (laughs) That's great. We should have left it and and done so we could have all heard it. We could have like done that, but no, that's wonderful. Yeah, I love. I really am a believer of pulling away and getting time where you're being still and listening for that quiet voice of God to just, you know. I love the verse that says, "You will go left. You will go right. There will be a voice behind you saying to go to the right or to the left." And, you know, that gentle voice, and I don't do it all the time, but with certain business coaching or personal coaching clients I have, I will ask them to go find a quiet place for 45 minutes or an hour with just a notebook and a pen and themselves and just retreat like Jesus did, you know, pull away, pull away from the noise, get out of the noisy world and just be still And sometimes I said, you won't write a single word down. Sometimes it'll be one word. Sometimes you'll write a novel. You know, it just depends on what God has for you at that time. So I am such a big proponent of that. And I'm glad your book, that's really cool. We'll put a link to that too. And I'm so happy for you that you've gotten clarity and everything. And I'm so glad you're here. It's nice nice to you guys to set aside this time. I really, that's really sweet of you guys. So let's see, Nate is the only guy on. So should we, I, you know, one of these days I need to add up. I think I'm pretty even as far as how many guys versus how many girls, as far as my episodes. So, but since you're representing your gender tonight, you're the only guy, would you like to go next, Nate? (laughs) This is Nate Novice and he is my podcast producer, editor, and he actually had an amazing episode where pretty much his life he's lucky to be here. Let's just put it that way. So you'll. Yeah. So, I mean, thank you for having me, Corey. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of this podcast. You know, it really was a nudge even to, to create this. And I just love that it's had so much impact and you've brought in all these people together and then everyone that has listened, you know, and we can even go like celebrate this. And guys, I like hype buttons. So like that's what we're about to hit right now. Might be a little loud, but you know, we got to hit it for because we are at 7k downloads for the podcast. So there's 7,000 people who are listening having an impact from the words that are being said by everyone that's talking right now, you know? So I just wanted to highlight that. And, you know, even if you're listening right now and you're like, well, I just got, I jumped into this podcast, go back to the podcast, go listen to some older podcasts. If you're seeing someone right now that's speaking and you're like, oh my God, like they're just speaking to me, go to their podcast episode, go listen to it and get inspired. And then, you know, take action with it. Cause that is a lot of what one of my one of my nudges was was for my business. So I was going to go to be a doctor in PT school, and I didn't go because God was nudging me to do this podcast thing. He's like, you know what? I want you to help people raise their voices up to this guy. So that's what I've done, and it's been so fun. I've had amazing time doing it. And then the other one that Corey was mentioning was my mom. So my mom, she was on the freeway and. Long story short is it just didn't end well. I was supposed to be in this car with her when I was younger and something told her to call my friend's house that I was at to say, no, just let him stay there. You know, he's sleeping, you know, and this person even too, like I can, the person that, that let me stay there, she's been my, my second mom all my life since that point. Like, I was like, no, this is like, you're my second mom. Even at my wedding, she's going to be one of the godmothers in the wedding. So like, it's just, it's always there. And, you know, sometimes it gets loud and you just need to take it and you need to listen. Mm -hmm. That's kind of my two cents of everything. But again, thank you. 
You mentioned at your wedding, is this news that like maybe everybody doesn't? Yeah, I'm getting married in, in September 9th. So that's, we're literally 50 days away and it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. And uh, can't wait. I can't wait to marry the love of my life. Oh, yay. I just love it. I'm one of those people that I love, love. <laughs> so I just, I'm really excited for you. I, can, I always say I, I, marriage, it's like, I highly recommend it. <laughs> so congrats to you. That's really cool. Thank you so much. And thank you for all you do. Cause he, you know, when I forget to get a picture from somebody or I forget to get their links or I send it, I think I send it in to him and then I don't, he's the one that's, you know, at the end going, okay, the, the episode's coming out Sunday. Do you have the resources there, Corey? So I mean, he's the one that keeps me, keeps me in line. <laughs> okay, let's see. Jackie Rusick. Oh, I didn't say Shakara's last name. Shakara Knox. So we've so far heard from Lauren Donahue and then Shakara Knox and then Nate Novice. So, and now we're going to hear from Jackie Rusick Zofki. And that way you guys can, if you're listening, you can go back, make a note, and then you'll know which episodes to look into. So Jackie, I'll leave it open to you. Thank you so much, Corey. Well, I had to laugh because when you had told me that the episode that I was in was number 98, I just kind of went, and I don't think I shared this with you, but my dad recently passed away and he was 98. Oh, And so when I heard that, it was like, okay, you know, dad, you know, how cool is that? And it just made me really think that God is telling me a message there. So I spent some time with that after we did the podcast and the message that our great dad gave to me was that it's time now for me to really kind of step in to what I've been working towards the last couple of years. And it's, I can't describe the confidence now that I have. And ladies, you will laugh because when you're talking about a notebook, I was like, I started this notebook too. It's mission possible. Oh, very cool. Everybody. <laughs> and then, and then Lauren had said that Shakira's on a mission and I, I was just laughing again. It was just like, these are such God nudges all <laughs> over the place. I know. And oh my just, gosh. Very fascinating. Cause I recently saw my oncologist and I don't have to see her now till next year again, which is delightful. And I only have a couple more times that I'll have to see her before she releases me. So we had that conversation. God's already released you, right? So yeah, yeah, I I can't wait for that. It's coming up, God willing. So one of the things that she had said was that she's working on spearheading a breast cancer complementary unit. And so she wanted to know if I could maybe help in that regard. And then today I was somewhere where a health center that I go to for a lot of my own treatments, you know, chiropractic, renal sacral, all these different types of, you know, modalities. And they said to me, Hey, I don't know if you need a space for what you're doing. And I just laugh because all of this is letting me know that God is opening the doors, just kind of like what we talked about before, when we take the steps, he makes things happen. And so I thank you for helping me and be a part of that and just being number 98 and on this mission possible because that's the one thing with God, all things are possible when we focus on him and whatever mission he gives us, he's going to equip us. So yeah. thank you. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You know what? It's amazing because I didn't know you had that going on and no, you didn't say about your dad. And I just, for those of you who don't know, Jackie's been really a very large voice in the breast cancer prevention, integrative modalities, things that are, you know, things that are biblical, you know, as far as going back to ways to eat and frankincense and, you know, just all the different things. And she's actually an advocate. She's, you know, coaches people. She's just has so much. And so for them to tap you for that, that's perfect. So <laughs> we're all muted, even though I'm the one going, yeah, you should see everybody's faces. They're all like, yay. <laughs> well, I am going to try for those of you who don't know, if you haven't listened to this episode, one of the episodes we had actually got turned into three episodes and it was Priscilla Kizzy and 
She was actually, we did three episodes and we did it over Easter weekend. And what we did is we did, let's see, Good Friday. And then let's see, how did that work? It was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then the last one was on Easter Sunday. So it was a three-parter and we didn't even see it coming, but really her life could be like multiple books. It should be like into movies big time. So Priscilla, I think you're unmuted now. So, uh, oh, good. So would you like to share anything about either being on the show or like what it was like as far as the podcast? Well, I always thank the Lord for the podcast because we are overcomers by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. So I love to be able to give my testimony to help others. But I've got to share one thing, Corey. Because while you're talking, you know, I texted you before and I said, oh, I'll just listen tonight. And because, you know, I am unplugged. I love what Lauren said. So as Lauren started talking and then Shakaris got on there and started talking. And so the Lord started dealing with with my heart and he brought this dream back that he gave me. And so I was sitting here praying. I said, okay, Lord. So if Corey asked me to come on, then I'm going to share this dream because I know it's you. So if you don't mind, I would like to share that. No, that'd be great. Okay, so this happened right before COVID hit and probably a few months before COVID. So I dreamed that I was in this town and there was this big field and there was a road all the way around this field. And so I started walking down this road and I looked and like it was deserted. No one was out. And I knew something major was going on, but I didn't know what. I just knew the streets were empty. And as I started walking down this road, I looked down and there was a snake at the side of the road. And I thought, oh, my gosh, is it dead? Is it alive? And so as I got closer to the snake, it started to rear up. I thought, oh, my gosh, it's alive. So I turned around and started to go back the opposite way. And I looked and there was a woman walking across the field toward the snake. And I started yelling for her to stop that there was a very deadly snake there and it would kill her. And as I started yelling for this lady, the snake raised up and shot across the field, the opposite direction that I was going. And as the snake shot across the field, it was huge. It was the biggest snake I'd ever seen. It went at the speed of lightning and it didn't slither on the ground like a snake. It went up and down like a dragon, just up and down and up and down. And as it was going, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, if it turns around, there's no way I could outrun it. No one could outrun that snake. It is so fast and so big. And as I was thinking that, I looked up and there was a man standing at the head of the street. And that man was controlling that snake. And as I looked back, I saw that that man was Satan. Oh my and I thought, oh, my gosh, I have to get away. So I went around that big field. And I started to come up the opposite direction. So as I went, I saw my mother walking and I said, and I saw this little church and the little church was like an old timey church, like little house on the prairie. And I looked at my mother and I said, we've got to get inside the church. That's our only safe place. And as I was walking up to the church, I thought the door's going to be locked. But as I put my hand on it, It just came right open. Well, when I stepped in, the power of God came down on me so strong before I knew it. I was on my knees at the altar and I was praying and I turned around and looked and this woman was walking away from the altar with her back to the altar. And I could only see her from the waist down and she had on white pants and the pants were so wrinkled. They looked like they'd just been pulled out of a laundry basket. And about the time I saw her, I turned around and there were these two old men sitting at the pew behind me. And I recognized them from whenever I was a child. They were old time preachers, but they were sitting down on the pew. And right after that, I woke up and it's like five o'clock in the morning and I'm laying there and I'm praying and the dream is so vivid. And I'm thinking, Lord, what? And so the Lord starts speaking the dream to me and he starts out at the church And if you think about it now, after COVID, okay, the streets were like bare. I don't know how it was where y'all live, but nobody was getting out, okay? And then the churches shut down, and you can just go on Facebook. So as I walked up to the church, I was thinking, I know it's going to be locked. Well, 
the old-timey church was the Lord speaking to me. He said, we need to go back to the old paths that lead unto righteousness. Mm-hmm. That was that old-timey church. And as I was praying at the altar, and I looked, and that woman was walking away from the altar with the white pants on that were so wrinkled. He's coming back for a—the woman was representing the church because the church is the bride of Christ. But he's coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. And the church world is so wrinkled right now. And as I looked, the two old-time preachers were sitting down because they've sat down on the Lord. You can't find the ones that are on fire for the Lord hardly anymore. And so I was thinking, oh, my gosh, Lord, that is what's going on. Well, then I thought about the snake, and I kept praying and praying and praying, and I thought, Lord, what was that snake? Because I know that snakes represent Satan, and that snake was so big and went so fast, and I couldn't get it. Well, I get up, and I love what you said about the shower, because the Lord always speaks to me in the shower. (laughs) So I get out of bed. I go in the shower, and I'm taking the shower. I used to always say the house that I moved from before I bought this house that I was going to move the shower with me, because he spoke to me in that shower. (laughs) (laughs) Wanted to give that shower. So I'm in the shower, and as I'm in there, you know, just meditating on the Lord, the Lord brought that dream back to me. But he only brought back the part with the snake. And when that snake reared up and was going up and down like a dragon at the speed of lightning, it's like he took just an instant picture of that and it was still. And all I saw was that snake. And that snake spelled out W, W, W. And I was like, oh my gosh, Lord, Satan was controlling the snake. The snake was going at the speed of lightning and it was huge. And after all was said and done, because he gives you these dreams, and then sometimes, then it started fulfilling. COVID hit. The internet went at the speed of lightning. People were staying in their homes. Nobody was communing with anyone. People that were never online got online. Everything's being delivered. Everybody's coming away from people instead of gathering together. Yeah. And whenever Lauren mention that about unplugging. Well, we live unplugged. I've never mm-hmm. had internet. You know, mm-hmm. we've, we stay away from everything and kind of live in those old paths. But, but see, um, you're living, you're living in the, the little church. That's what God's giving yes. you, right? I mean, it's exactly. Totally and I to feel like to the little church, like, like my absolutely. church. The Joshua, what she was saying, be strong and very courageous. You know, meditate on his word at all times. I think it's time that the church, that we as the church get back to that one-on-one relationship with Jesus Christ and give him that time, you know, get in that word, the pure word of God and stay in there and let him lead and guide us because we are, we're living in a whole different world, a whole different age. Everything is so digital and quick and, Mm -hmm. you know, and it just keeps everyone so busy and I just, I don't know, I just, it is. Yeah, And I mean, I'm thankful for all y'all. I love listening to you. I could just, I want to hear every one of them. I wish there was a way I could. I know. I know. My phone number, guys, call me and give me your. (laughs) I know. You know what? We're not going to, we're not going to give everybody that's listening, but we'll have everybody that's on here. Give you, you don't want me to give it to like 500 thousands of people. You don't want to know but yeah, he's so amazing. And I'm hoping that the Lord will give me the opportunity later to share my son's testimony with everyone, because I really feel like it will help. I'm just going to do one minute. He's had 25 brain surgeries, three strokes, died twice, a diagnosis of vegetable and paralyzed when he was five weeks old, sent home to die. He is now 32. He is absolutely wonderful. The highlight of my life. And he died when he was eight weeks old, had an experience with the Lord, told me about it when he was four. Everything lined up with the Word of God. And so he has built my faith so much and kept me on my knees. The Lord knows exactly what we need. Mm -hmm. And I praise the Lord for every trial, for every surgery, for everything we've gone through, because each and every one drew me just a little bit closer, a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. And like you said before, we, we earlier today, Priscilla and I were talking and we were talking about life and, you know, it's just like she said, it's just like a vapor, you know, like it's this life is, you know, 
we think it's everything and it's such a vapor. So it's just hard because God made it, you know, so beautiful with people and everything. It's like, we want to stay here, but this is not where we're ultimately going to be. So, but I just am thankful for you and for your episode. And thank you so much for sharing, because I know that, you know, sometimes I do that too. Okay. Well, if they, if they ask me this, I'm going to go ahead and share that. And then they, so I don't think it's an accident that I came to you and asked you to share. So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Have a blessed night. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and mute you, but you're welcome to stay on and keep on listening and I know you can't see everybody, but let's see, Rose Reader, and since not Lisa Rose, but Rose Reader, if you can unmute, let's see, there you are. Hey. It, I am. <laughs> Yay. So is there anything you want to share about either being on or your experience before, during, or after? Oops, I think she might be frozen. I haven't seen my episode yet. I'm curious. I really appreciate how you directed it and questions you asked and the opportunity to do it. I was filmed when I was about 20 in a speech class, and I hated how I looked. Oh. <laughs> so, and then again, when I was 40, I took all the television and radio shows at Valley College, their classes, and I thought I did better. But I'm interested now at 82 what I'm going to look like. Oh, I like it. I you know what? Ridiculous. I might be the I might be the first person asking you for a do-over. <laughs> oh, not at all. No, it, it was a great episode. And Nate just got he's shaking his head. If you can see him, he it was a great episode and he edited it and he sent it back to me. And I think I posted it in the, here's one of those moments, Nate, did I post it? I think it is, it has been posted in the face. Yes, it has been posted in the Facebook group. So I'll try to tag you so you can see it. So, oh, thank you. That would yeah. be great. And you know what? I, I just, and then I'll let, go ahead. I was just going to say, and, and just, you know, you, when you were sharing about your sweet daughter, you know, Junie, it's, that was just, you know, to have you sharing and, and feeling comfortable to share about her and her life has just meant a lot to me that you would trust me with that information. Well, like I said, you're very easy to talk to. You probably should have a PhD behind your name and be a psychologist. <laughs> I'll let my husband know when I get off the phone. <laughs> when I get off the Zoom, I'll let him know. <laughs> Uh, and I'll, I'll I'll just cut this one part out. I'll have Nate give me a like a little screenshot of this part, and then so I can play it for my adult children whenever I need to. I'll just say, "Hey, I was told this. this I missed my colleague." But yeah, I think that That's just right. all of the different things you talked about on your episode. For those of you who haven't listened to Rose Reader's episode, it was really about the you know just coming back, coming back, coming back where, you know, finally, you know, when, when she was, it wasn't like she found Christ when she was 10, you know, I mean, it was like when she was older and this, just this, the faithfulness of God, you know, I, it was just all about him and his faithfulness in my mind. I mean, that's how I viewed your episode. So just loved interviewing you. Well, I'm glad you're here too, because I know you're you're fighting a bug. So <laughs> I'm glad you're here. And also for Priscilla. Joy. <laughs> oh, you, you look good. Priscilla, for those, for you, you don't know this because you can't see it. But while you were sharing about your dream that God gave you, everybody in there's a way you can chat on this side. And people, as you were sharing, were saying, oh, wow, this is, you know, this is from God. And this is amazing. And so I just want to let you know while you're listening that people were really, you know, that were here are really validating you and everything, which is really neat. So, okay, Lisa Rose, Miss Lisa Rose, Miss Author Lisa Rose. And I will tell you guys the way I found Lisa, it was random also. I had had her book on about the Twin Towers on my book in my bookcase forever. And I had never read it. And I kept saying, oh, I need to read that book. Oh, I need to read it one day. And I don't even remember how I originally got it. I don't know if it was a gift. I have no idea. And then one day when I picked it up 
And then I realized, I was like, oh my goodness. And then I, it was like, okay, get a hold of her. So I just, <laughs> yeah. yes, I just her. So I'm so glad we're connected now. So, well, this is so neat to be here tonight. And so I think we taped our episode maybe in April or yeah. something like that. And a lot has happened since then, Corey, as I had shared on the podcast that, well, actually, Corey said something first. I had not shared this with her, but over the past months, the Lord had really been nudging me to write another book. And because of my experience with losing our son back in October, I felt directed to think about, you know, writing a book of of faith stories again, like I did with 9-11. And so just was very impressed upon that. And then Corey mentioned something at the end of the podcast, like, hey, maybe you ought to write another book. (laughs) I was like, well, actually, (laughs) but I have kind of put it out there. Corey helped put it out there. And I've begun interviewing some moms of adult children who've died, and it is just been amazing. It's been just really some holy moments to hear these women's stories of how their faith carried them through a very difficult time in their life. Variety of stories for everything from suicide to a football game to a car accident and just seeing the power of God work in their lives during their grief and in this grief journey really both overwhelmed and encouraged me immensely in my own journey. In fact, I still I haven't even gotten been able to get in touch with Rose yet because there's so many people responded. Um, oh, that's great. And but I've had to take it in little increments because it is overwhelming uh, mm-hmm. to hear their stories. But I want to say that God is good. And, you know, I'm excited about the future and what this holds. I've been kind of putting some feelers out for a publisher and we'll see what the Lord does with that. But in the meantime, I'm just continuing to gather stories up and and listen and have made some new friends because of this. And those friends have encouraged me and I've been able to encourage them. Yeah. So thanks, Corey. And I'll just tell you, a friend of mine, when she listened to the podcast, she just wrote a book herself and she said, how are you so calm on the podcast? Because she just had had to do one for her book. And I said, it was all, no, I was going to say it was all fake, but it wasn't. I said, I would just had, you know, Corey made you feel so comfortable. And so I appreciate, I think, right. Rose said, you just really asked some great questions and spurred me to talk even share some things that I'd not planned to. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's like, there's so many times in the interviews when I'm interviewing somebody and I'll think of a question and it's, I say, it's not mine. You know, mm-hmm. it, sometimes it's either wisdom filled or insight filled that I feel like it's not for me. It's just been planted in my head that I'm supposed to ask it. So whenever that happens, I ask. So yeah. I might be getting credit for something that's not of me. <laughs> well, the Lord used you as a vessel. There you go. Okay. All of us open up. <laughs> so yeah. just, you know, I, I would encourage you just to receive that, that he, he used you certainly. You. And my last statement is just that it's just been amazing because over the past year, just some very difficult things have happened, but the Lord is healing me and I'm just seeing like new directions and I'm 60 years old and new outlooks and new, who knows what the Lord's got next plan. I'm excited about it. I feel just a sense of joy and excitement in this healing process. Oh, well, God bless you. Cause you yes. know, just Doing all of that for all the people who have lost, you know, a child. I just, you know, and I put some different people in touch with you and and probably could, in, you know, invite a few more. But I do know what it's like to have multiple people contacting you and you're listening to the stories and you're kind of overwhelmed. So, yes. you know, they'll understand yes. when you get caught up. But, yeah, we all kind of made a, a pack that we just take it slowly and see how the Lord works. Yeah. <laughs> And I will tell you, I do know a woman who is local to me who helps people write their books. And she's a a Christian. She helps people write them, but she's actually a publisher too. So uh, she helps. Email me. (laughs) Yeah. I'll write myself a note because it will not happen if I don't write it down. So yeah, she's a real, a real sweetheart of a person. And so I'll give you her information. So, and then last but not least tonight, we've got Miss Denise Watkins, or I should say Mrs., but it just, you know, 
You're looking like you're in your 20s right now with that beautiful blue wall behind you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, can you hear me okay? Let's see. I will ask you to... Oh, there you are. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can't change my name. I don't know. That's what happens when you have teenagers that... Yeah. If you're... Zoom and then I'm like, wait a minute, why? Yeah, you can't... For those of you who are on the podcast, you're not seeing the Zoom, but on the Zoom, it has one of her children's names on the Zoom. So that's what she's referring to. So not a problem at all. Yeah. So, so as we mentioned earlier, I also don't believe in coincidences. And Corey, when you said at the, at the start, you know, oh, if there's something you wanted to say, I was like, yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> no. Other than, you know, thank you. I, you know, I have loved listening to the other podcasts and I went to Janet Craig's movie when they opened up here in Phoenix, you know, and took our teenagers to the wake up movie. I have shared podcast with friends and and people who are, I guess, acquaintances. We're not that close, but, you know, gosh, God put this on my heart to, you know, share this podcast with you. But as I was listening, I had no intention of sharing this, but I was, as I was listening about bearing fruit, you know, like earlier, I was like, oh no, Lord, I don't really want to talk about this, but (laughs) are you feeling, are you feeling nudged? And and you know, what's really funny about all this is God must be giving you time to think because I was thinking, you know, for some reason, I feel like I'm supposed to end with Denise. I don't know why. So (laughs) he's giving you time to like prepare. Oh my goodness. Okay. So you and I, we've talked before about the address in the Bible, right? So I, I have my computer in front of me. So it's Matthew 7. I think I'm trying. I think it's 17. Let me see real quick. So likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. Okay. So Corey, you know this just personally, so I'm not going to get too much into detail. Definitely sharing the God story in it and God nudging me to share this. So one of our kiddos, you know, was in a, you know, relationship and recently ended that relationship but we really didn't know why. And God put it on my heart to go to our teenager and talk to her about, you know, what's going on. And the Holy Spirit said, because you're Christian, the enemy is using that against her. Because her parents are Christians, the enemy is saying, oh, your parents are judgmental because that's what the world says. You know, your parents won't understand. They love you conditionally because they're Christian parents. And so I went to her and I said, you know, the Holy Spirit said that the enemy is lying to you and saying, because your parents are Christian, they aren't going to understand. And she broke down and, and shared with me why she broke up, you know, with her boyfriend. So I guess that she broke up with her boyfriend because he wasn't respecting her boundaries, but we won't, we won't really dive too much into that. So I was very angry, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, not at my daughter, but I was angry at you know, this young man who had come into her home, who comes from an amazing, solid Christian family. His parents are amazing. They had gone over boundaries and respecting, you know, young ladies and also respecting herself. And his father actually said to him before they started dating, you know, we love, you know, our daughter, I'm not going to say her name. So we, we love her. And we think she's a great young lady. And we think it'd be amazing if maybe years from now, if if God would have the two of you marry. But if that is not the case, if it's not what, you know, God's will, that's another reason why you want to respect boundaries because you don't want to, you know, not necessarily take, but you don't want to take something right away from her future husband. And you don't want to take something away from your future wife. You know, so anyway, so I was, so I was very angry and I'm going to get to the verse. So I was outside and I was sweeping the porch because I just needed to be by myself. And I was crying and I was yelling at God, like in my head. And I was like, Lord, what is the point? What is the point trying to raise a solid foundation for your, you know, children? What is the point of going through programs like Passport to Purity, you know, with your children? What is the point of having a young man sit down with you know, your husband and talk, you know, have an honest, respectful, firm talk. What is the point of going through all of this? 
if when your daughter goes out and, you know, dates a guy, he is not a gentleman. What is the point of that? You should just arm your girls with mace and a pocket knife and say, (laughs) good luck. (laughs) Mace and a pocket knife. That would have been your episode name on that one, girlfriend. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Like, why waste the time, the effort, the energy, all of these emotions, why the prayers, all, you know, all of this, right? And I'm saying all this, I know God can, you know, take all this anger and this, and this pain, this hurt, the dis- disappointment and frustration. And I was also thinking about the young man's family, you know, and going to church and reading the Bible when we went to his baptism, like it was a big deal, right? What was the, what was the point of all this? And I thought about our son, who's a teenager, and I thought, oh my goodness, if our son did this, we, I won't even say what I was thinking. My husband, (laughs) he went a pocket knife and mace, right? Right. Protect himself. Yeah. (laughs) A mama, a mama. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It would not, it would not go well for our son. And so then I went back asking God, you know, what is the point? Why would we go through all this, you know, with, with our kids? And the Holy Spirit said, it's for our son. So I'm not going to say our son's name. So he said, Holy Spirit said our son's name. Oh my goodness. Clearly. And he said, because he would never want to make a young lady feel the way that his sister feels right now. I can tell you that my husband and I had no intention of sharing with our son what had happened, you know, and his sister's a few years older. He's a, you know, he's a few years younger. And so my husband and I talked about it and we prayed about it and talked to, you know, our son about it. And of course, like our son was angry and, but we had this conversation. I told him clearly what God said. And when I sat down with a close family friend, the friend had just read Matthew 7, 17, when I said, well, how do you know? You know, here's this, this solid kid from this, you know what I mean? Like reading the Bible, going to church, he had just been baptized, solid family. And the good friend said, you know, I just read this today in the Bible talking about the fruit. So yes, yes, he was going to church, right? And yes, he was reading the Bible. And yes, he came from a solid family. And yes, he told his parents he wanted to be baptized. He said, but what was the fruit? Mm. These were like things you're sort of checking off a list. But when we looked at the fruit, well, honestly, there was no fruit. And after he had, you know, spoken to our husband, then all of the, you know, having meals with our family and kind of hanging out with our family, all those things sort of ended, but I didn't notice. And then my, my son said, well, when she finds the next guy, I'm going out on dates with her. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I think she's okay for now, but we could talk about that. <laughs> we could talk about that down the road. But our son said, you know, I always felt like he just wanted to be my friend to get closer to my sister. And he said, I yeah. wish that, you know, but he just kind of went with, oh, well, he's doing all these things. He's going to church, Bible, solid family. He got baptized. It's, you know, it's, it's not a checklist. It truly is a relationship with Jesus. It truly is walking, you know, out of your faith and no one's perfect, not saying that, but I don't believe in coincidences. And I'm thankful to the guest that said about the fruit earlier and to you, Corey, how you have shared in the past in our conversations about what's the address? Where is that in the Bible? Well, it's Matthew 7, 17 and 8. That's where you can find that in the Bible about the good fruit and the bad fruit. Oh, I'm going to be putting that in there too. Yeah, that saying I got from a friend, I want it. She said she built on the podcast, but she had a friend challenge her and they would be talking and she'd say, oh, it says this. And she goes, oh, what's the address? <laughs> and my friend would go, uh, I don't know. And so now she, whenever she's talking to that friend, she better not say anything unless she knows the address in the Bible. So where is it in the Bible? Yeah. Yeah. And I am notorious for doing that. I do. I have to admit. I mean, I remember the verses, but as far as the address, I am not, I don't get it locked in as much. So 
you're reminding me to start doing that again. <laughs> well, all, we're all better together. And it's no coincidence that our, you know, our close family friend had just read that. It was just that day, you know. Wow. Um, so not saying don't, you know, beat yourself up too much. Don't, we don't need to send our kids out with mace and pocket knives. I mean, there's no harm in that. But. <laughs> <laughs> depends on Depends on where they're going and like where they're at. <laughs> yeah. And God was clear about this. This isn't why this happened, right. but this God was doing with it. Yeah, you know? it's, 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 he's bringing everything. He will use everything. You know, we all on this call have heard, you know, he never wastes a heartache. And it is so true. I mean, there's so many examples of that. One update I did not give is, and I have to remember, I changed the person's name. So I think I the episode was number, thir- I want to say 34 or something. It was, it was called Do It Anyway. And it was where the person down at the cancer center was, you know, very negative. And I was told to, like, I was praying and like, well, why did my husband get this cancer? And then I kind of thought, I said, well, I'm not going to ask that. And then in the back of my head, I still asked it. I said, but what is the reason? And he said, because of you need to talk to this one person. So I did. And ever since then, an update, he still changed. He's not negative. He's not dark cloud anymore. It's been months since that episode aired. So You know, God will use all of it, including a hardship, whether that's to make your children stronger by what they go through, make you have more faith and resilience as a mom, give your husband patience and not break out his mason pocket knife, you know, but I mean, he uses all of it for his glory and his good. So, you know, it's always for his good, always. It's not you know, it's not like he has these terrible things happen and he makes it good. It's like he uses all things for his good. And that's something that was said recently from a friend of mine that you and I both know is I, you know, I was reminded like, it doesn't say for your good, it says for his, you know, for his good. So if it's his will, then it's going to align what's good for, you know, his will, not necessarily what you know, what we want. So that therein lies the hard part. His timing is not our timing. Right. You know, we try to line up with his will, but sometimes we're like, we want our own will. But anyway, well, thank you so much for sharing. And I'm, I'm glad God nudged you and nudged me to call on you last. (laughs) He just, I mean, he just doesn't stop. It's such, it's so amusing because it's like, I'm 60 years old. You would be thinking, you know, I'd be used to it by now, but I still like, never, he never ceases to amaze me. You know, I've I've heard it been said before, we should never lose our awe. And so that's how I feel about a lot of this. It's just like, may I never lose that, you know, gosh, that happened and this happened. And wow, isn't that neat that this happened? So thank you so much for sharing. Oh, yes. (laughs) Shakar in the notes said, 60? You look great. So I will take that and I will read that comment. Thank you so much, Shakara. <laughs> yes, 60 in January. I just turned. Does anybody have anything else, closing comments they, d- they wanted to say or anything before we get off? Or if there's nobody that has anything left to share, we can go ahead and call it quits for tonight. Once again, thank you so much, everybody, for being on. And if you're listening tonight or you're listening to this podcast, just know that every episode, I feel like God just delivers it. It's not of my doing. God just puts people in my path. And as you can see from tonight, the people that were supposed to be here are on here and we'll probably have another reunion one, you know, before too long to grab some more people. It'd be fun to see some more, but I just, as you can see, God orchestrates it all. So I just want to thank you for being on the, listening to the podcast. Please share it. Please share the episodes. It means so much to you. I'll put all the show notes together for anybody that shared any resources. And I just really appreciate you listening. And until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you.